Welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. This is our opposition preview for Luton v Aston Villa. I'm delighted to be joined by Finlay from Oak Road Hatter. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm looking forward to the game on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I've already said in our match preview how wrong was I that I thought Luton were going to finish bottom of the Premier League, probably get a really low points tally. But I've got to say, I've so impressed with Luton. I absolutely love watching Luton. They're exciting. They are fun to watch. Um, and I just absolutely love them. So fair play. So how have you as a fan found the Premier League as a whole to start with? How have you found, you know, the, the level above sort of like championship and even like the journey you've been on from League One, League Two, Conference, etc.? Um, yeah, so it's obviously it's very different to anything we've experienced before. The whole, the whole situation around it, the attention on the club, the amount of people looking to get to games or just to see Luton as well is just crazy. We've never had so much attention from people outside the club and people who don't support the club. So that that in a way is great. It's getting a lot more attention on the club's story and how much they've climbed up the leagues. And you get a lot of comments from people saying, "Oh, like you've just said, like I really enjoy watching Luton this season." Every game is exciting, and particularly the games at Kenilworth Road, where we've run almost every team really close to mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> either a draw or getting a win out of it. Um, it's obviously a massive step up in terms of quality, and we've seen that. And it's been it was a pretty tough start to the season as well. Um, there was some it was just grinding out, getting quite a few goals, conceding quite a few goals, even when we went to your place as well. Um, but since then, I think we've really We've grown into the season massively and we have got some big results. Um, went unbeaten against Newcastle, so we've got the win at home and then that big four-all draw away. Um, yeah, we've run the big sides close. But um, in terms of it as a, for a fan, the actual experience for a match-going fan, it's a real mixed situation because everything is dictated by the TV companies, the kickoff times, everything. So whereas you're down in the Championship and League One and stuff, you'd used to go in three o'clock on a Saturday every week and then a lot of Tuesday night games. Now you just, because we've had so many games at Kenilworth Road put on TV, so constantly getting moved around and all the schedules get changed. But in terms of the actual matches themselves, they're, they're all a lot of fun. It's just a lot less winning as well. But I hope the, um, I know I've not seen any games at Kenilworth Road on TV because I've been at them all, all the home games. So I've not seen what the atmosphere comes across like on TV, but I've heard it's, comes across pretty hostile and it's actually represented quite well. But in terms of the experience, it's an enjoyable one. And I can't be disappointed with how we've done so far because no one knew what to expect. We never expected to be in the Premier League in the first place. So everything's a bonus at this point. So if we stay up, it'd be amazing. If we go back down, I mean, I couldn't complain too much because I love the championship, <laughs> which a lot of people say until they're in the championship and then oh, I can't get away, away to get out. But no, it's... um. Everything's been brilliant. I've enjoyed the away days to the big ground, some of these famous stadiums as well. Yeah, great stuff. I mean, we've barely had three o'clock kickoffs, and we had one last week, and it was just so nice going to a game at three o'clock. It was, it felt actually felt weird that it was at three o'clock. And um, so, you know, you go to the games and that, and and I imagine going into the season, you know, you were massive underdogs anyway. Uh, but as the season's gone on, you've and one thing that I will say about Rob Edwards is his ability, he's been able to adapt to the Premier League better than Burnley and better than Sheffield United. And I think that's, you know, one of the plus points from you guys is that you've, 
you've adapted well and you've adapted and become really competitive. So, you know, how are you feeling like as we get towards the end of the season now? Because, you know, you've done fantastically well. Everybody loves Luton, but we're starting to get towards the business end now. How are you feeling going into it? Are you sort of thinking you can stay up or are you still sort of just riding the wave of, of being in the Premier League? So it's difficult to predict. Obviously, we'd all love to stay up. And Rob Edwards said recently, every game is a cup final now. We've got 13 cup finals. Um, and we've not really helped ourselves with the loss to Sheffield United at home and the loss to Burnley at home. Um, we really should have got something from those because there are a lot of tough fixtures. But um, no, it's not just a ride in the way thing. It's a genuine belief throughout Luton's fan base and I think throughout the club generally that we have what it takes to stay up. I think we might not spend much money. We've never spent much money in in terms of transfer windows. It's a really clever recruitment in the club and all the players we've brought in and just on small fees from mostly from EFL clubs, but it seems to have worked. Um, you mentioned there we've adapted our style. At the start of the season, we were really physical and we were really in your face. Um, a lot less passing football. We were completely avoiding the midfield, um, looking to go direct. But now we've really changed it completely and you saw against Brighton um, the way we were just off the mark pressing we're still up in the players faces but it's a lot more intelligent pressing and then progressive play through the players as well and I think having players like Ross Barkley in the team the way he's played for us this season it's just been unbelievable it's just been every game it just seems to pull something out of a hat just a bit of magic and that, having someone like that in your team really helps um the concern is if we go down, we lose a lot of our players because <laughs> there's been some really standout players for us. So you've got Osho and Mengi at the back, obviously Doherty on the left side, um, Adebayo up front. They've all been absolutely shining in the Premier League. So, I mean, we could attract some pretty decent fees for them, some fees that we haven't seen at Luton mm -hmm. in a long, long time, potentially ever. Um, so I, got, I do trust the recruitment team and I trust Rob Edwards with what he can do. Because I think there's a lot of games coming up that we have to look at as we have to get three points from these. And if we can, um, there's a real possibility of staying up. Yeah, you mentioned some of your key players. I think Doherty's, oh, he's fantastic. He reminds me a bit like McGinn. You know, he's he's very, uh, a, a, quite aggressive and powerful. And, uh, you know, he's got a brilliant, uh, you know, ball into the box from deep or, or at the byline. Like you say, Osho, I think he's great. Barkley, Adebayo, Morris, you know, you've got some, some really good, exciting players in your team. And I know you've touched on it briefly. So, Talk to me a little bit about how you play, like what, what is the general style? Because I watched you against Man City and you went man for man marking against Man City when you were pressing him. And I was kind of like, it's either brave or stupid. But, you know, it, it's you're 3-0 down and like you just keep going and you get back in the game. So, you know, it's it's so... And that's what I'm saying about how, how exciting you are to watch because, you know, 3-0 down, 2-0 down to United... And you just keep going and it's so fun to watch. As as a neutral, I think that's why a lot of fans have sort of fell in love sort of with Luton, really. Not just because, you know, the size of your stadium, but it's actually the way that you're playing and, and people want to tune in and watch. So, um, yeah, so what generally, how, how are you sort of playing? Yeah, so um, the start of the season, it was very direct. It was 
finding one of those big strikers or Jacob Brown was playing a lot on the left and was finding him because he's good in the air. Um, but we've adapted a lot more to the way the Premier League's played, to the passing football. And I think really to Rob Edwards' style and the way he's wanted to implement a style at the club. He wasn't really able to do that last year when he came in because he came in obviously mid-season. Um, but now we're looking to play through the thirds a lot more. So he's bringing the ball out to the centre-backs. Where we've got Amari Bell on the left, he's played as a left-back before, he's played as a left-wing-back, so he's very competent on the ball. We've got Osher and Menge, who both look very capable on the ball. And then there's a bit of rotation in our defence because we've got a few injury struggles. But then we're looking to get the ball into midfield and then Lakonga and Barkley are looking to find our wide players. So Alfie Doughty on the left and Chirwag Benet on the right. Uh, his, his pace is just electric and Alfie Doughty's delivery is a real problem for sides. And then, I mean, as everyone's seen with Luton, it's all about getting those crosses in the box for the likes of Colton Morris and Elijah Adebayo to get on. Because in the air and in the box, when you give them a chance, they tend to get to them. Mm -hmm. um, set pieces as well. We've been really good from set pieces this season. And I think it's a normal thing in English football. We celebrate corners like there's a goal in other, more than any other country. Really, celebrate, we celebrate corners. But at Kenilworth Road, when there's a corner, it lifts or a free kick as well. It just lifts the whole place. Um, I think having that hostile atmosphere at Kenilworth Road really helps as well, particularly when the big clubs come there. There's no respect for them from the fans. There's no respect from the for the officials from the fans, as you've probably heard on the TV as well. Um, but in terms of the yeah, coming back from when we're we're trailing in a game, there's just the spirit in our team, and I think the spirit of the club as well. It's just completely never say die. Luton don't know how to give up. They don't. They won't ever give up. Um, that's what's kept the club alive essentially, just never giving up and constantly going back. Um, so I think that's reflected on the pitch, and it's reflected everywhere in the club and Rob Edwards has that as well um everyone at Luton all the fans love Rob Edwards I don't think there's a safer job in football at the moment than his <laughs> um so it's all about yeah it's whereas it started more direct it's all about getting it quickly through the thirds now we don't spend much time on the ball in defense but it's quite often played out to the defense now and then shifted wide and getting a ball into the box yeah, fantastic stuff then. So you do find yourself in the relegation zone with all of Everton's PSR and Forest. You know, that might change, to be fair, with what happens to Forest. But who are you looking at now as the team that's going to go down instead of Luton? Who would you say is the one that you think is going to go? So the ones we've got to really drag into it are Forest and... I would have said Crystal Palace, but they seem to have turned a corner a little bit. But you still look at them without Eze and Elise, they could be dragged down into it. So it's Forest, it's Palace. Brentford seem to be struggling, which has really surprised a lot of people. Um, so we've got just any of them, any of those three teams, we've really got to pull into it. And then I don't know what's going to happen with Everton's second hearing that they've got for another breach that they've had. But there's talk of them getting more points deductions. But we want to stay up on our own merit. We don't want it to come down to points deductions. If it does, obviously, that's great because it means we've stayed up. But um, we've got to target those teams and really, we've got a lot. We've got to play all of them um, coming up at Kenilworth Road. We've also got to play Everton at Kenilworth Road as well. So getting a result against all of those sides is so important because we really need to drag them into it. Uh, we've not had the big managerial changes like other clubs go for to try and get points. I just don't think it would happen. It would. None of us want to see it happen. So it's all about sticking with what we've got and getting behind the team and. Just everyone believing and just having that never-so-die attitude. Yeah. What have you made of Villa so far this season? So I enjoy watching Villa. I, 
um, my housemate at uni, but when I was at uni, I was a Villa fan, so I had them on quite a lot when I was there. So I enjoy watching Villa, the way you play, the um, the high line that seems to catch every team out every single game. Um, and then you've got the likes of Ollie Watkins, Leon Bailey and Diaby at times as well. Uh, just absolutely lethal in attack when you go forward. And when you click as well and your team clicks, they're pretty relentless. Um, the player that I like most in your team is John McGinn. He's just <laughs> such a fun player. And there's just he's yeah. just got something about him that's impossible to dislike as well. Um, you've got quite a few injury problems, particularly in defence, haven't you? So the fact that Unai Emery's still got that defence working constantly and that high line working, despite all the injuries he's, happening, he's had to deal with, just shows how much of a quality manager he is. And he, he obviously showed it in Spain with Villarreal and was it Sevilla as well. But he struggled a bit at Arsenal, but I think Villa is the perfect fit for him and it seems to be clicking. So it must be great to be a Villa fan at the moment. Oh, so I, honestly, it's probably the best time I've ever had been a Villa fan, to be fair, of, of not just where we are, but like the football that we're playing and, and the direction that the club's going in. One thing that, you know, we're going to touch on the game now. One thing that you've sent shivers down my spine is like um, set pieces and corners and... Because at the minute, we're, we're having a bit of a problem at defending set pieces, um, especially. Uh, and I've sort of made a bit of a point this week that Villa need to make sure we improve um, on those. So how, how do you feel like the game's going to go? Like, if if the game was going to pan out in your head, how is it, it going to go? So we've got some injury issues as well. I um, don't know who's going to play in defence or in attack. But I think set pieces will be massive for Luton, particularly at Kenworth Road. We, if we can get, if Alfie Doherty can get good balls into the box and really test, I'm not sure who will be in the, be in the Villa defence. Because um, I saw Callum Chambers came on in the last game, so he's yeah. a player we can really target from the set pieces, particularly when with the, with the likes of Osho, Mengi, and Colton Morris, because they are so physical and so they'll just battle in the air. Um, Ross Barkley's another one who's popped up at a lot of corners as well. Um, just knocking the ball on for other players. So I think, I don't think it will be a really high scoring game. Uh, I think we've shown that we can concede a lot of goals, but it was Man City when they were on red hot form in the FA Cup and we had to play, play a bit of a rotated side because of some injuries. But if we want to be, we can be resolute. But I think it will come down to a one goal swing. Um, I'm hoping that goes in our way. We really need it to go in our way. Um <laughs> It's all about keeping Watkins quiet as well, though, because it's not just his goal scoring as well. It's his assists and his creating for other players. So if we can have someone on him keeping him quiet, um, that's really because he does make you tick and Douglas Louise as well. But I think it will be a tight game. I think we'll be a lot more. We'll have a lot more possession than we have had in other games. It will be completely different to when we came to Villa Park, where you just had all of the ball. I think in the first 20 minutes, you had like... 80% of possession or something. I remember them putting a, a stamp on one of the screens at Villa Park. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's mad. Quite a lot of laughter out of it. Um, that was not our day. We just didn't know what to do against your pop, your possession and then your high line as well. So we're completely different to that game. It's a tight pitch. Um, it doesn't allow you to play as expansively as you might like to. So I think one goal swing, and I'm hoping we get a goal from a set piece because that is our big threat. And as you've mentioned, you struggle to defend set pieces. So... I think Rob Edwards will have the side looking at where can we threaten from particularly. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's probably where uh, I'd be most worried watching that game. I'm going to think, oh, 
keep that ball away from anywhere that Doherty or anyone can, can get a ball into the box, really. So finally, how's how's Lockyer doing? Um uh, I saw, I saw on, on Sky when he had that issue showing his sort of like machine that's now in his body. So how is he? So for us, we're, obviously, we don't know how he's doing day to day. We don't, all we see is the stuff on social media that he's posting. And when he's, he's been at the ground a few times, he's done media at the ground. They had him sat behind the dugout for one of the games as well. Um, he seems to have been recovering pretty well, cons- all things considered. Like it's the second time he's collapsed. Obviously, the first time was completely different. And uh, this time was actually a cardiac arrest. So I guess for him, he's all he's been talking, he's been on a lot of um, media stuff as well. So in my mind, that's thinking maybe that's where he's looking next. He'd, he clearly wants to play again. He said in interviews with the club, he would love to play again, but he's got to go by what the doctors say. But um, for us as Luton fans, everyone's behind Tom Lockyer. And I think everyone in football's behind Tom Lockyer. We had Newcastle come to us the, ga- the game after it happened and they... Um, revealed a massive banner in support of him, which obviously was great for us and it's massively touching as well. Um, and then you've got Bournemouth who have raised, um, who've been raising money to pay for the travel for Luton fans to go to the rescheduled fixture. Um, so the support we've had from the footballing world because of what's happened to Locks is really, really appreciated. But for us, we want to see if it's, if it means he doesn't play football again, his health has to be priority. And obviously he knows that and his whole family knows that. Um, but we would love to see him in a Luton shirt. He's a, he's a proper leader. He helped, he scored a goal in the playoff semi-final that's helped us to be in the Premier League. So whether it's in a coaching capacity or in a playing capacity, or if that is something that's actually possible, everyone, all the Luton fans just want to see what's best for him and want to see him get back into the game somehow. Yeah, I imagine everyone echoes what you're saying, really, and, and wish him well for the future. Um, so, cheers for coming on, mate. Hopefully, I'll get to speak to you guys off this channel again. I've done it twice now, so hopefully we can talk about Luton and Villa next season as well. So, all the best, mate. Great, yeah, great to be on. Cheers.